Okay. So we're, uh, we're actually, I don't know, anybody who's been here, I don't know, those who have been here the first two, past two times, the two Ross Hartmans, the Shuaska and then Malcolm. So this is really the third part. It's really a, a series, but each one could be understood by itself. So we're going to continue the theme. We're not going to use Ross Hartman tonight, even though we probably could have found the song. But this is what came down tonight. Another Zusha Higgin. And uh, like I said, he's having a concert tonight. And I asked him if he would play at 9.30. Not that he's going to listen to me, but if he would play Karov at 9.30. So we're going to listen to Karov. It's a beautiful song. It's based on Tupsukim. Karov Hashem L'chal Karov. L'chal Hashem Which is a Pasukim. Ashrei, Karov Hashem L'chol Karov, HaKadosh Baruch is close to all who call upon Him, L'chol Hashem L'chol Karov, all who call upon Him, Be'emes, in truth. And then, in the second half of the song, He goes, V'tahir libeinu la'avdecha be'emes. HaKadosh Baruch please, the governor is crying out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, V'tahir libeinu, purify your heart, la'avdecha to serve you be'emes. These are the two parts of the song. So we'll listen to the song now, as always, first, and then we'll, uh, we'll discuss
Everybody's heard the song a few times already. I have to assume. This one we did already. Huh? We did that one already. That was good. They're all good. So the, the two psukim. Karv Hashem Lechal, Karv Lechal Hashikru Vahemes, and Vitaili Bein Lav Lechabemes. So if I would ask you, why do you put those two psukim together? They're not next to each other. So the basic answer that people will give, probably without fully... Thinking about it is lobbing this one up for you guys, right? They were both the Amos. They were both the That's probably where the Kavana started from. Karva Hashem Lechol, Karva Lechol Hashem 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 Lechol one time I explained it, we're not going to explain it in depth. Really, the whole Chabur is going to be to explain the word emes. But emes is when something is, something, when something is true, then it's everlasting. Aleph, Mem, Saf, right? From the first to the end. If it's emes dick, it lasts forever. The Chosim Shal Kodesh Baruch, the sign of a Kodesh Baruch, the stamp of a Kodesh Baruch was emes. Whereas by Shekhar, we know Shekhar eventually dies. It could put up a show for a certain amount of time, but eventually Shekhar dies. Emes lasts forever. So if I forget, remind me at the end to explain Emes in context with everything here. Just remind me, because I didn't work it out. So what exactly is the deeper understanding of the connection between the Supsokim? I didn't get to speak to Shlomo beforehand, but I will afterwards, Mr. Shem, and ask him what his kavana was by putting these two together. And and what is exactly is this feel of David Melech 
Karav Hashem l'chol Karav l'chol Hashigru b'emes. L'chol Hashigru b'emes. What are we calling out? Whoever calls to Him, calls to Him and what? Hashem, what is it? What's, what's the two? So this week's parasha starts off with two. Eschanan. Eschanan of Moshe Rabbeinu is telling us about his tefillah when he was trying to dive him to get into Israel. We know that he was told he can't go in. And he tried his best to dive in again and again to get in. Hashem Elokim Ata HaChilosi Laharas Es Avdecha Es Gadlach Kaddish Baruch Hu God You've began to show Your servant me Moshe Rabbeinu Your greatness Es Yad HaChazaka And your strong arm Asher Mikel Bashemayim Varts Who's like God In the heavens and on the earth Asher Yasek Hemasecha Kurosecha That does like your actions That does like your Gevura There's no one like you So he starts off Tefillah let me go in to the land, the good land. Let me see Eretz Yisrael. So we know that he started, the tefillah was, to get into Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara Baruchos learns from, from this tefillah of Moshe Rabbeinu something very, very important that we do every day. Am I know? The Gemara learns from this Pesukim, Darshav Simlai, La'olam Yisader Adam Shivcho Shal Kadosh Baruch Forever, a person, when he's davening, he should he should structure his tefillah first. You praise Hashem, and then afterwards daven. Ask Minolan from where do you know that? Mimosha, these pesukim. First, Moshe Rabbeinu says, as God your greatness, your your strong arm. Who's like you? Please let me enter. Where do we do this? Shmona This is this is the source for Shmona Esrei that we first start with Shvach, the brach of the Avos. And then we get into Bakashas. The Ben Yoyada even says, Why does it say La'olam? Forever a person should order his feel this way. So the Ben Yoyada says, It's a rem is that this Pasuk is exactly the source of Shon Asrei. Because as God Lacha is Chesed, that's the right side, that's Avram Vinu, first Baruchas Magen Avram. Then there's Yada Chazaka. Strong arm, that's Gvura, Machayim Mesim is, is the Brach of Yitzhak, Gvura. And then Asher Mikal Bashamayim, Uvaretz, who's the God? In Shemayim Uvaretz, that's Teferis. So that's Atakadosh Yaakov, which is Mamash, that's Mamash beginning of Shemayim So to connect to this man, and, and, and you'll see how it ties in even deeper, an unbelievable pshat. When was this Davin? Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, I, da- I daven this, this davening. When was this davening? So Rashi says that after B'nai Israel beat Sichon Og, Moshe Rabbeinu thought that they were on the cusp of going to Eretz Yisrael. Now, after beating Sichon Og, it must be that a Kaddish Baruch was Matir the Neder, Matir the Shvua. He's going to allow me to go into Eretz Yisrael, so he's davening to go in. That's what, that's what Rashi means. The Pnei Yeshua says something unbelievable. Mamish unbelievable. The Pnei Yeshua says, and he brings down the measures that tells us that Veschanan is the Gematria 515 for the 515 Tfilus that Moshe Rabbeinu Davind, right? To get there itself. 515 Tfilus connected the Gematria of Eschanan. So Pnei Yeshua says, like, what's, what's going on over here? Right? So listen to this Cheshvan. Pnei Yeshua's Cheshvan. 
from Tubav. It's tonight. What was Tubav? The Gemara tells us a few things. The two happiest days of the year. Mishnah Tainus. The two happiest days of the year, Tubav and Yom Kippur. Says the Mishnah. Yom Kippur because the Torah is given. We're also a on our on our Very, very happy day. What's Tubav? So Tubav the Gemara brings a few different explanations. Tubav was the day that the the men of Sheva bin Yaman, after Sheva bin Yaman was totally decimated by the Pelagish Begiva, I'm not going to get into it now, were allowed to remarry, to marry into the Jewish nation, which saved Sheva bin Yaman. It was the day where they stopped cutting wood. I don't remember exactly. I think they stopped cutting wood for the the Ma'arocha, for the, for, the, for the fire in the Mizbech, and therefore they could sit and learn more. And one of the days was, was the, connected to Binyam, was when the girls would go out. The girls would go out to get, get, get Shaduchim. So it was a day of, day of two. And the, the Mishnah, the Gemara also brings, it was the day when the Gezerah that a Kaddish Baruch made in the Midbar, that anybody who's involved, that the Chet of the Maraglim, would die in the desert. And the Gemara says, every year, right by Tishabov, which was the day that they had the Bechir Shachim, they cried, and Kaddish Baruch made the Gezerah. The night of Tishabov, all of Kala Yisrael would dig their own graves, Chazal tells. They would lie in their graves, and the next morning, not everybody woke up. And over 40 years, slowly but surely, they all died out. And one... And one year, by Tisha B'av, they went to sleep, and everybody woke up. They're like, oh, maybe we got the calculation wrong. So they went back down in the 10th, and 11th, and 12th, until the 15th, when they saw the moon was at its peak, right? The middle of the month, the moon is the biggest. They said, okay, it's, it's, we didn't make the wrong calculation. This is the 15th already. HaKadosh Baruch must have finished the Xero. We're all going to make it to Eretz Yisrael. That was a Guval and Moshe Rabbeinu thought from Tubav that day, I'm still alive. I'm going to make it to Eretz Yisrael. So he started davening from Tubav. He dies, Zayin Adar, right? Tubav all the way to Zayin Adar, that's when he dies. There's 200 days from Tubav, this is Pnei Shul There's 200 days from Tubav to Zayin Adar. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu is davening again to Eretz Yisrael, which is a Bakasha Prati. On Shabbos, you're not allowed to for a Bakasha Prati. Your own Bakasha. So you have to take away 28 Shabbosos. That's what he says. I didn't calculate it. I'm just, it's not even what the Pnei says. So you take away 28 Shabbosos. That means there's 172 days that he davened for himself to get into Eretz Yisrael. From Tubav until Zion Adar. 172 times 3, 3 twills a day, is 516. Now, I'm going to add a little bit of Kinech. The Pnei Yeshua explains why it's not 516, it's 515, but I'm going to say it a little bit differently, not that I know more than the Pnei Yeshua. But based on the fact that I believe, I don't think Pnei Yeshua says this, I, I have to look it up again, that Moshe Rabbeinu davened when... Uh, I'm going to this is wrong. All right, I'll tell you what the Pnei Yeshua says. We'll go with him. I'm thinking about it now. He says that for... I, I didn't understand it. He says that a Kodesh Baruch didn't come to Moshe Rabbeinu at night. So therefore, the night of Tubav, he didn't daven. Only the next morning. So one tefillah from Tubav was taken off. So 516 minus 1 is 515. That's the 515 tefillahs. From Tubav until Zion Adar, when he passed away, Moshe Rabbeinu was davening every single day, three times a day, except for 
two bavos, which was two times a day, and not on Shabbos. That's the chesh that he makes. So starting tonight, two bavos. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, if they laid down at night, you probably already died. So my my, I, they they must have seen the moon that night. So they already knew before they they probably didn't lay down that night. Uh, I was gonna say that was what it was. They woke up the next morning and they and they didn't dive in that marav, but they they probably saw the moon already. Okay, anyway. So Moshe was davening, 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 but unfortunately we know. Kadosh Baruch said no, no go. I will not let you go in Teretz Yisrael. Like that? Plan, I will not let you go. I, I got it. You got it? <laughs> so, just make sure you're home. So the question is, it's the Pella. We're learning from a tefillah that didn't work. Our Shemona Esrei, forever, is based on Moshe ben tefillah but that tefillah didn't work. He wasn't allowed in. Kaddish Baruch said no. How does it make any sense? No? Maybe the structure is wrong. Right? First he praised, then he asked. And Hashem said no. So maybe that's not the right way to doubt it. Maybe we should ask Bakasha first and then praise. Like how did the Gemara learn from this the way to daven? No? Seems like a pillow. What do you think? Oh, sorry about, sorry about the open. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but, but, uh, he would have said no. You can't dive in. said no. Stop diving. So let's see. So let's build it up. And really, since we're in this man right now, right after Tishabov, Nachamu, there's a certain feeling by people that we've been davening for Mashiach, Gula, for a long time. And it seems to be a Kaddish Baruch saying, no, it's not just 515 tefillahs, it's more like 515,000, if not more, tefillahs. So, well, what's, what is tefillah? What's going on over here? Davening saying, no. It's a lot of things people are davening for. So how do we understand So the Gemara says in Brachas also in the next Amud actually, Amud Beis Amud Beis. Gemara says, "Call a Marach b'Tfilaso, Uma Anybody who davens a long time, each day, for something, and he's Ma'ayin, he's waiting. When is it going? When is Hashem going to answer me? Sof Bali Day, Kaevlev. He's going to have a, he's going to have a heart attack. He's going to have a pained heart. Pasuk says in Mishlei, Telcheles Mamshacha Mach Machlalev. Hoping, a lot of hoping, anticipating, expecting, brings a sickness to the heart. But two weeks ago we said that yearning is such a good thing. It's a piece of the Yeshua. This was before Tishabov. We were talking about yearning for Eretz Yisrael. And we discussed the concept, and if you want to listen in, you can go listen back two weeks ago. We hope in your Yeshua. And we explained what? That the hoping in something actually gives life to the thing. Only when you hold on 
to that remembrance of the future, the Alma Asi, we quote Rabbi Nachman, only when you hold on to the hope of Mashiach, of Geula, that's what gives Mashiach and Geula and my future life. Hoping gives it life. But this Gemara is saying hoping hurts your heart. So peace of the issue is not good, or it is good. Mamash sounds like a steer. But then we explained last week to tie everything together. The Be'emis, hoping is a very, very good thing. But it has to be understood and it has to be part of a process. We can't live life always hoping for the next. We discussed last week. We discussed last week that the first move a person makes always is Anipal. I'm here. I'm on this Madriga. I'm in this place. Whatever this place is, physically, spiritually, wherever I am, that's where Kodesh Baruch wants me to be. Emun. Right? Ah, I want to be in Eretz Yisrael. I want to be davening better. I want to be learning better. I want to be making more money. I feel like that would be better. How can it not be better? I'm yearning for the next. That's beautiful. You should. But first, you have to be satisfied. You have to be mavatli your ratzim. You have to have a munah that where you are right now is where Kaddish Baruch wants you to be, not a step further. When you're mavatli your ratzim, to a Kaddish Baruch Hu for this, at this place in your life for real and you are totally content with the place you're in then you could yearn for the next step you can't yearn for the next step unless you're living in your step otherwise what are you yearning for the next step you're not even in anything right now you're just always living for the next bite for the next the next the next you're not appreciating the step you're in and you're not having a muna in a step you're in. We discussed that it's taka and a muna to have. Because a person knows, he knows, one million percent, I am not davening, learning. I'm not doing whatever it is the best. I definitely can do it better. No question. So therefore, I'm a good Jew, and I want to be doing it better. But the muna is that you have to break that logical totally logical and well-intentioned hope and yearning for the next step which is totally true but you have to break it with the amuna that a Kaddish Baruch is happy where I am right now it's a mamash and mysterious nefesh this is what we discussed last week and once you break that and you say Kaddish Baruch anima amin that this is the place you want me to be in once you come to terms with that then the most natural thing is but a Kaddish Baruch but if you want me to be better, I also want to be better. I'm happy to be here. If this is where you want me to be and to stay, Anim Amin. Anim Amin. But Kodesh Baruch Hu, my emes and my hishtadlis is that I have to daven and yearn and hope to continue to grow. And if you want that, tov. And if you don't want that, tov mode. Why is it tov mode? If you want it, tov. If you want it, if you don't want it, tov mode. Why? Because it takes 
a bigger, a stronger level of amuna to stay in the same place again and again and again when you know that there's other madrigas. But you, your belief is higher. vidas. Amuna is higher than that. So it's tov ma'od if you could be mavatil that clear logic and say, Kodesh Baruch I surrender to you, Bittal, I'm mevatel, my rotsam to your rotsam. Isn't that what life is? And then, and then you're living happily and satisfied. You're living with the Boreolim. Instead of potentially living in a selfish world. Because when a person just yearns for the next, 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 is that for a Kodesh Baruch or is that for you? You'll say, it's for Kodesh Baruch What do you mean? I want to be in the next level of tefillah. I want to be in the next level of learning. So it sounds very tricky. It sounds like, uh, what do you mean? That's pure Ruchnitz. That's, that's, uh, that's in uh, Ratzon Hashem. But maybe not. Maybe it's just your selfish desire to be better at something. Muna is when you totally surrender to a Kodesh Baruch Hu's logic. Right? And then it's not selfish anymore. That's the most unselfish thing in the world. Because when you want me to take the next step, I'll take the next step. Even though the next step comes with covered, it comes with so much good stuff. No. I don't want that. I want to be with you. Can you say that like, the mistake of Buddha and Taz? Yes. So in this situation, how is it any different? Because it's like, it's the Das that you know that you're right now in this situation. And Yabuna is accepting but it's the same thing. You said that people mistake it. Mistake Amuna and Das. Right? Yeah. So what are you asking? You're basically saying that that, that having you're having Amuna by knowing that you're in this place and that this is where it comes from and wants you to be. So how is that not Das? No, no. People like this. I think this is what I meant. That when a person says, like, I want, I know the next Madriga is good. Right, which we're saying against that right now. Right, we're saying it's a, we're saying it's not the first step. They're thinking that's their amuna. Like I believe that a kaddish baruch wants me to be in the next place, and that's not really amuna. That's really their das. The amuna is no surrender to the place you're in. That sometimes people make a little more mistake. There's more. There's more to it, but that's I think that's probably what I meant last week. So first, first we have to surrender to the place they're in. Don't, ex- don't dive in with the expectation of the answer for the Yeshua. Because then you're just diving selfishly and it's going to hurt because the Kodesh Baruch doesn't always give the Yeshua that you expect and you wait. The Iker Yeshua, when a person davens, is the Amuna that I'm, I'm, I'm surrendering to Kodesh Baruch. When you fully surrender, then I no longer have ex- selfish expectations. My only expectation is, the only expectation that we should have is, whatever you want is going to happen. That's what I expect and that's the truth. Whatever you want is going to happen. If it's moving on, great. And if it's not moving on, really great. Because I'm doubling down on my own. So perhaps this is the, this is the pshat in the Gemara. That Olam Yisadar Adam, when a person is setting his tefillah, First is Shrach and then, and then Bakasha. Why? Because if it would be Bakasha first and then Shrach second, 
Kaddish Baruch please give me this, 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 and this. And, you're, and then you say, Kaddish Baruch you're amazing. You're asking selfishly. I want this, 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 and this. And a Kaddish Baruch you know, you are amazing. You know, maybe you can uh, hook me up a little bit. Kaddish Baruch I'm only asking for Ruchnius. No. If you ask first and pray second, that's selfish. That's going against but if you praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu, first HaKadosh Baruch Hu, everything in this world is you, Eino Novado, Hakobi De Shemayim, Emuna, 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 that's what Shvach is. Shvach is a strong Emuna that this is you, Bari Olam, and whatever you want, I'll do. Then from that pedestal, from that Yisod, then you could start asking. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashivenu, Slachlanu, right? Because after you have the Emuna set, you're stark, then you could ask. Because if you ask and Hashem says no, okay, I have the Amuna. I just go back to my Amuna. My Amuna is great. But if you ask, 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 ask first, pray second, and you don't get answered, eh, the heck with this. I'm not going to ask him anymore. I'm not going to praise him anymore. What's he doing for me? Most people think that's what davening is. You ask for things, and he's supposed to answer. And when he doesn't answer, they chuck tefillah. Most people chuck tefillah by the age of 16. Gone. Tefillah is useless, pointless. It doesn't work. Why? Why is nobody into davni? Because they have it wrong. They think the point of davni is to ask for things, and then you get. And then when they're not getting, they subconsciously know it's broken. They think it's broken. So I'm not putting my efforts into this anymore. I'm not going to learn, learn what the words mean. Most people have no idea what the words mean. And I'm not going to come to davni excited. I'm not going to davni out loud. Eh, I'd rather get to work where I can make my parnasa because God's not going to help me. They'll never say that. And they'll never actually think those exact words. But Karv Levada, that's what's going through people's subconscious minds. That's because you have to feel all wrong. Shvach first. Bakasha second. The tachlis of tefillah is not the bakasha. The tachlis of tefillah is a moon. The tachlis of tefillah is that you, tr- you believe and you trust in Rabbonu Shalom because he's the creator of the world. And everything in this world that you see is him. And whether he gives you or not, he knows better. The tachlis of tefillahs have a connection. The tachlis of tefillahs to daven and to daven and to daven, even if he says no, no, no. But I'm still going to daven. Kaveil Hashem, hope to Kodesh Baruch Chazak ve'ematz, strengthen yourself, v'kavil Hashem, and hope again, and daven again. That proves your madrig of amuna, and that builds your madrig of amuna. To have a relationship with the Baruch to be able to go to Kaddish Baruch and say, I know you're the only one who can help me, and you're crying tears of Kaddish Baruch, you're the only one who can help me, and even if he says no, to have the amuna, and say, I'm going to still come back to you tomorrow. Because the tachlis is not the answer to the tefillah. That bakasha prati, the tax of the tefillah is tadaf. As hard as that is, that's the emes. That's the emes. Karav Hashem Achol Karav Achol Sheikru the emes. See, the tefillah of David Amelach is not asking for anything prati. When you call out to him for money, if it's beemes, I'll give it to you. That's not what David Amelach is saying. David Amelach is saying. HaKadosh Baruch will be close to you. He'll be close to anybody. 
if you call out to him be'emes. What's be'emes? Be'emes means it's the truth, it never ends. Meaning, I will continue to daven again and again and again. Ka'vi Hashem chazak v'amazu ka'vi Hashem. Emes means if it's true, it doesn't end. See, if it was, if it was a pakasha prati, if it was a selfish tefillah, eventually stop asking. Well, Kashba, I asked you for money like a million times and you didn't give it to me, so I'm, I'm not davening anymore. I'm done. That's checker. But if you're davening because your tefillah is ultimately to praise the Kaddish Baruch Hu, to have a moon in the Kaddish Baruch Hu, to have a relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, to believe and to trust in Him, so even if He says no, who cares? It's not the tachlis anyway. And I won't stop because that's the MS. MS means you keep going. There's no end to that. You have the whole thing of tefillah is, 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 is different. So do you think Moshe Rabbeinu knew that he wasn't going to get parents to all? He was just doing it? We learn from the fact that a Kaddish Baruch Hu said no and Moshe Rabbeinu kept going and going and going. We learn this from that. That he knew he wasn't going to get in. No. Oh, that he didn't know. He davened and he thought he was, he was trying to get in. And then when a Kaddish Baruch Hu said no, stop davening from that second. And Moshe, he kept saying no. Moshe Rabbeinu was davening all the time. But Moshe Rabbeinu didn't get answered. Because if he would have gotten answered we'd have the false belief well, that if we keep diving for something, we'll eventually get it. That's not true. We're learning the same, I don't know if anybody's following, and I have to be following the Chaburas. It's the same kind of Yisod, again and again, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't get in, but he had to yearn, because that was the Emes, because that keeps the hope alive. His yearning wasn't coming from a, 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 from a, a selfish place. He was yearning because he wanted that for Kodesh Baruch, he wanted it for Klai Yisrael. So he didn't have a cave lave necessarily. But Kodesh Baruch said no. Because you need to continue yearning forever to keep Eretz Yisrael alive. And you have to keep diving, and, and you dive in 515 times with Gematria Veschanan, which is Gematria Tefillah. 515 is also Gematria Tefillah. This taught us Tefillah. These 515 was the Iker of Tefillah. Because you were, he was said no to, and he kept diving. And he kept diving. And the Kodesh Baruch says, I'm not answering you, I'm not giving this to you, because I want everybody from, from ever to learn. Olam Yisader Adam Shvach, Vachikach Bakashim. Because tefillah is not about getting answers. Tefillah is about building a relationship. Tefillah is about amuna. It's a big, it's, I mean, it's the biggest episode. It changes all davening. You can come to davening with, with a geschmack every day with, 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 because it's a relationship. It's an opportunity. If you call out to Kodesh Baruch Hu day in and day out, day in and day out, not because you're expecting the answer, but because it's the emes, because you praise the Kaddish Baruch the Amuna, then what? Karav Hashem, Then Hashem's close to you. That's the tachos of tefillah. Karav Hashem, Lachol Karav. Yichat. That's the tachos of tefillah to be Karav to Kaddish Baruch You got it. If you call it him the emes because you want to closest with him, then Karav Hashem, Lachol Karav. Then you got it. Huh? Yeah. It's mamish. It's the deeps of the deep. What is that, sir? Is this where a spoiler just comes from? Because you're not asking for anything, yet you're dominating just for that relationship? His voted is... I don't know if it comes from there, but his voters people make a mistake. I'm happy to bring it up. Because by his voters people think, oh, you know what his voters is? To, instead of asking for what you want in Shemar Esrei, go into a forest and ask Hashem for what you want in a forest. I'll be nice. I'm not going to use harsh Hashanos. It's b'chalal, not his bodhis. It's not it. Could you ask for things during his bodhis? A hundred percent. But that's not his bodhis. I hear people telling me this is what they're doing. 
it is an unfortunate it's a Rahmanis. I love these Jews and they're just doing it wrong and they'd have such a greater connection to the Bariolam they'd be more besimcha they would do his bodhidus more if they understood what the his bodhidus is his bodhidus means to be misboded with a Kaddish Baruch Karav Hashem to be close to him when you speak to somebody you're close to them so speak to him you're close to him for whatever reason, during davening, people are aboard of davening, it's at a road, so they're not close to the davening. So go say your own words to Kodesh Baruch on a forest where there's no one there. Have a relationship with him. Talk to him. Very simple. But then you're Karav. This is the Yisod of all two. Karav Hashem Lechol Karav, Lechol Hashem Lechol Hashem Lechol Wouldn't it be also to be exploded, to ask Hashem, because you're going through tough times and having a really difficult time, help me save me, provide whatever it is. If you're asking to the Kasha, but well, you're still speaking to them. Of course, Chaim. And I said that you could do Bakasha. But if you don't get what we're saying in this Chabur, that, that the Tachlis is the fact that you're talking to him right now, maybe he doesn't want you to have the money. As long as you're just talking, you're asking him. That's the Tachlis. But the Bakasha does add to my Amuna in him. But not with the expectation I'm going to get answered in the way I'm looking. The expectation is, I now have a relationship with the Baroni. But everything you ask your parents, they say yes to. Mommy, Daddy, can I have a Lamborghini? Out of your mind? No. You can't get everything you ask for. But these are your parents, so you go ask them, because who else am I going to ask? That's a closeness to the parents. So this is, um, this is, this is the Pshat. This is the Pshat in Tzvila. And as a Viter Nakuda, a little bit of Remez, but it's a Yesod. When we say Tfilo, we say call well in this in this Tfilo is Veschanan. Veschanan is a Lushan and I implored. Hit pael. I'm not gonna go into it. It means it's reflexive. It means something was happening to Moshe Rabbeinu, Veschanan. Not mit mischanain which is outward, I'm not going to explain it now, but it's like maisa, mem, me, like, I say is to do, maisa is to do outwardly, right? But the word, like mit labesh, is to get someone else dressed. Hit labesh is to dress yourself, happening to you. Eschanon is, something's happening to Moshe Rabbeinu. Mit palel, hit palel, Tefillah hit palel means you're davening almost to yourself because davening is not outward davening is inward davening is making a lotion in you it's bringing Kodesh Baruch Hu to you not sending some tefillah out God please answer what I want it's creating a relationship allowing Kodesh Baruch Hu into your heart and it's an amazing remez that if you look at the word Adam maybe you've heard this before from me I think it's Ben Yo Yoda if you look at this if you look at the word Adam, Aleph, Dalit, Mem, the Miloi is when every letter in an in, in, in Aleph base, you can spell out every letter with the other letters. Aleph is Aleph, Lamed, Pei. Aleph. Dalit is Dalit, Lamed, Saf, or Taf. Dalit. And Mem is a Mem, Mem. So if I would spell out Adam, I'm going to show you this on the page here. So Aleph, I'm spelling it out. Dalit and Mem. You see these letters? It's a Lamed Pei, Aleph, a Lamed Saf Dalet, and a Mem for Mem Mem. Mit Palel. See that? 
That means the pinyinius of an Adam is to be a mitpalet, a mispalet. This kind of tefillah, to be davening shvach first and bakasha second, to be davening for that, kar, that kurva, to be davening with the moon. So this is karav Hashem l'chol, karav achal ms. Right? But that's a high level. So what is... What is Shlomo and Zach, Zusha, what do they, they put together with that Pasuk? How could you be Zoha to such a, a madrig of Korav Hashem Lechol, Korav Lechashig Vemes? Vitaher libeinu la'avdecha be'emes. Because we'll purify our hearts to serve you be'emes. Nothing selfish. Purify me to serve you be'emes, right? Without, with unselfishly, a bit l'ratzen. That's how we could daven Korav Hashem Lechol, Korav Lechashig Vemes. It's the only way. Because only for Kaddish Baruch only for Kaddish Baruch you make me unselfish. Right? This is the pure novel. I can't even make myself unselfish. I have to turn to the Bari Olam. Kaddish Baruch I want to serve you. I want to be close to you. But I'm a human being and I'm selfish. So help me first purify my heart. Purify me. Make me unselfish. Make me care about you, Shvach, first. Me, Bakasha, second. And then I can be close to you. Karav Hashem L'chol Karav. L'chol That's why Moshe Rabbeinu was an answer. That's why we learn from Moshe Benus Tefillah. We dafka learn from this. Shvach first, Bakash saying, and the Tefillah did work because Moshe Benus became close to Kaddish Baruch, and he proved his amuna, and he built his amuna. So the Tefillah did work because the Tefillah again, the Iker Tefillah is not to get the Bakasha answer; it's about the Korva. So let's listen to Karavasham again from Zusha, maybe with a little bit of a, a different way. We should be zocher. It's such a big yisur. Tefillah is three times a day. It's so important in our life. We have to we have to be mavatel aritzonos. There's a lot of bakashas, but again, how are you asking? From what place are you asking? It could change your entire tefillah. We should be zocher. It's a shame. It's working. It's not connected. Yeah, it's clear. Makes sense. How is it not selfish if the bakasha is for yourself? Because it's a good question. Mm-hmm. Is if if the bakasha is for yourself, ultimately, why is it not selfish? Because when you first set in the amuna, you set in the unselfishness, the bittel. Because I'm ready to be in this place right now. I'm surrendering to you, hundred percent. Then when you ask a kaddish but if you want me to be in the next madriga, if you are kaddish want me to be there, then I want that also. You hear? That only comes from the fact that you're surrendering to Kodesh Baruch Hu's right now. You have to really chap this. It's Kedai. So maybe listen to the past two Chaburus, even three, to really see the whole... So, so feel it. Speak it out. Feel, what? Like we have to come to the recognition of, wait, hold up. I actually want something. Now we allow me to not want it anymore. And now I want what no. Hashem wants. Want it because Hashem wants it. And, and then catch yourself. If it becomes selfish, is this really what a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants? Right, he own? wants me to doing this because ultimately I want, I want it for my own covenant. That's what he wants? Nah. Yeah. So want it, ask for it, but from because a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants it. And that comes only first with the Muna, Bittu. Yeah? Okay. Carry on, DJ.
This is something that we should we should daven for. We have to daven for this. Mamma Shakti is saying, if I have been out of Havanas, daven for this Madrig of Tefillah. Daven to be unselfish. Daven Hachna first, Anava first, Emuna first, unselfishness first. It's a mysterious never to break out of it, but that's what you have to daven for. And then it, it'll change your whole It'll change everything. You won't have that cave lave. Everybody has a cave lave when they're davening. They're, they're, they're in pain. Because they want, but they're not getting. But the emphasis is just give it up. Just give it all up to his rotson. And your mom will be able to daven for Bakash's Proteus, not get it, and be happier. And be happier than sometimes even receiving what you ask for. Because one's with Amuna, and the other's with selfishness. I wish myself a